episode number 155. Hello, hello, you're listening to the Career Changemaker podcast. Having the courage to leave a career that you have worked hard to build and try something else can be tough. So in each episode, we dive into key career change strategies so that you have a clear understanding of what is required to transition into a new role or a new industry without feeling like you have to start at the bottom or have to take a massive pay cut because hashtag ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) If you are ready for frank and honest discussions about how to become a career change maker, keep listening. I'm your host, lawyer turned career strategist and executive coach Janine Esbrand. So I want to talk about having confidence in your career change decisions, because often I see people waiting until they have their clear idea about what it is that they want to do before they take any action. So I want to dive into how you can be approaching this in a way that's going to keep you moving forward rather than staying stuck. One of the things that I see amongst the people that I speak to who are typically high achieving people, high achieving women who are used to knowing how to do things and get things done is when they are thinking about the fact that they're not happy where they are. They're thinking about the fact that they want to make a move, that they are frustrated in their current role. They are trying to figure out what the next move is in their head. So they're like, what else could I do? I've worked so hard to get to this stage in my career. I've invested so much time. I've invested so much energy. If I wasn't doing this, what else would I and could I possibly do? And often you're in a position where you're earning a good salary, right? You're a lawyer, you're an accountant, you're an executive, you're a a manager, you are someone who is earning a good salary. So when you're looking at saying, I don't like what I'm doing and I want to make a move, but I'm the main breadwinner in my family and I can't afford to take a pay cut. In your mind, anything other than what it is that you're doing right now is going to lead to you having to take a pay cut. And so as you're trying to brainstorm ideas, as you're trying to think about what else you can do, the only things you're coming up with are things that maybe you are passionate about. So maybe hobbies that you have, things that you're interested in, and you're saying, well, those things are not going to pay the bills. So therefore, I'm not going to be able to make a move, right? So you're trying to from your current state, from your current environment, from the current place that you're operating, you're trying to figure out what is it that I'm going to do that's different to what I'm doing now that's going to make me feel happy and fulfilled, right? So as you're trying to figure this out, you may be thinking about ideas and not coming up with anything. And so then you just stop. Then you just say, do you know what? It's not going to be possible. We've built this lifestyle. I've built this lifestyle. I like my lifestyle. I don't want to jeopardize that by leaving my job and having to take a massive pay cut. So I get that. I totally get that approach. But here's the thing. Having to change and do something different doesn't necessarily equate to you having to take a pay cut. It doesn't necessarily equate to you having to start all over again with your career. But what you're doing right now is you're trying to figure out what the end goal is or figure out what the destination is. But you haven't actually gone through the type of process that you need to go through in order for you to make a confident decision. So one of the things that is missing in the process and in this thought process is data. So we're trying to make a decision about what would I target? What would my career change even look like? What role will I go for from our heads? 
We're just trying to make a decision from the knowledge that you already have, from your the way that you already think, from the thought process that you go through on a day-to-day basis. Because we know, right, I hope you know, that most of the thoughts that you think on a day-to-day basis are repeated. I think the statistic is like 90% of the thoughts that you think today are repeated from thoughts that you had yesterday. And so the things that you are consistently thinking about and the way that you're consistently approaching things is the place from which you're trying to make a decision about doing something different. And that's a bit of a problem. That's a bit of a problem because you're not using any external data to make a decision about what you're going to do moving forward. And so what I want to share with you is the importance of recognizing that the the process, the career change process does not begin with identifying what you want to do next. The process does not begin by you saying, okay, this is the role that I'm going for. That is part of the journey, but it isn't the beginning of the process. Because before you even get to the point where you say, this is what I want to go for, you need to know why. You need to know why this is what you want to go for. Because the reality is, if you have made decisions in your career so far, which you have, right? You decided that you were going to follow the path that you're on now, or you uh, made a decision to take a particular opportunity that has led you to where you are now. It means that you made some decisions and you've got to the place where you're no longer happy with the result of those decisions. You've got to the place now where you're saying, well, what I decided to do years ago is no longer the thing that I really want to do. And what that does is it affects your ability to trust yourself. So because you've made decisions before and it's led you to this point where you're now saying, I don't even enjoy doing this. When you're trying to think about what else you might do, it's likely that in the back of your mind, you're thinking, yeah, but I don't want to make a mistake on this. I don't want to make a choice. And then it turned out to be the wrong choice. And then I'm in the same position as I'm in now and I might be earning less money. Right. So the fact that you have got to this place in your career and you're thinking that this isn't working for you could be causing you to say, I don't trust myself to make a decision about what else I would do. And I'm not confident enough to just pursue another path in case that is the wrong way to go. So here's the thing. When you are saying I need to figure out what I'm going to do next, what I'm what I'm saying to you is it's important for you to go through the right type of process. So take some steps back. Let's not just start with, okay, I need to decide what I'm going to do next. Based on what, though? What are we basing this decision on? If you haven't fully explored different avenues and if you haven't gone through a process of properly validating ideas and properly looking at how this might be a good fit for you and why you want to do this, if you haven't gone through that process, then of course it's going to be hard for you to confidently put your hand up and say, this is the path that I want to follow. Too many people are out here trying to throw spaghetti at the wall and hope something sticks when it comes to making a decision about the path to take. Scrolling job boards, just looking for inspiration, speaking to, um, you know, different people and saying, what do you think I should do? Asking people for their opinion about, you know, I'm this type of person. I'm a lawyer. I've been working as an accountant for 15 years. I've been working as a sales executive for 15 years. I'm not happy in what I what I want to do. What should I do? I see these types of posts a lot in Facebook groups where people are saying, what else should I do? And it's not about what should I do? Because the shoulds is the issue. Shoulds is probably the thing that's got you to where you are now, feeling like I'm just showing up every day doing a job that I don't want to do. It's not about the shoulds. So what we need to do is be going all the way back and really taking the time to get really aligned with ourselves and understanding what is it about me, what I want, my values, what's important to me, what is it about those things that need to be um, acknowledged and then that need to be met in my next role in order for me to feel happy in what it is that I'm doing. 
And until you've spent some time doing that, until you've really uncovered like what is important to you and who are you, how do you show up best? How do you like to work? Why do you like to work in that way? What kinds of environments fit you best? What kinds of things are you passionate about? What are you drawn to? Until you can answer questions around those things, it is really, really difficult to say, this is the type of role that's the right role for me. Because when you get to a certain point, in your career, after you've gone through the first phase of, you know, settling into your professional role and climbing the ranks a little bit, when you get to that phase and then you start looking above you and looking to the left and looking to the right and saying, I don't actually want that role that that person has. I don't actually want what I thought I wanted at the beginning of my career. Then you need to take stock and say, okay, I've changed as a person. I've shifted as a person from who I was like five years ago, 10 years ago to who I am now is very, very different. And there's reasons why it's very, very different. So if you're not taking the time to check in with yourself, then it's likely it's going to be hard for you to identify what the right type of role is. Okay. And so I hope this is encouraging to you if you're someone who's saying, I've been trying to figure this out for ages. I've been going around in circles, just asking myself, what else should I do? Asking friends what I should do, asking colleagues what I should do. The missing piece of this puzzle is we don't start with, okay, what is the role that, I, that I'm going to go for? What we start with is what do I need in order for me to feel happy and fulfilled in the role? And there needs to be a level of self-awareness about you as a person, how you work, how you show up best, what your strengths are. You need to have that level of self-awareness so that you can build a criteria for yourself where you're able to say, okay, these are the things that I need to be present in a role. This is the type of environment I need to be in. These are the type of people I need to work with. These are the type of projects I need to work on. These are the types of clients I need to work alongside or, or, or serve in order for me to feel fulfilled in order for me to be leveraging my skills, my expertise, in order for me to be leveraging my strength in the right way, these things need to be present. And when you're able to paint that picture and you're able to have that criteria, it makes it so much easier for you to identify whether or not a role is the right fit. It makes it so much easier for you to make a confident decision about the path you're going to go down. So in my camp, in my group coaching program, when I work with my clients, I talk a lot about making data-driven decisions. We're not just making decisions on a whim. We're not just picking out, plucking out of the air what it is we're going to do and what we're going to pursue because we haven't got time for that. And like we haven't got time to make decisions that aren't data-based or data-driven, just random, follow paths that lead us somewhere where we're like, this still isn't it. Like, who has time for that? <laughs> you don't. I know you're busy. You're high performing. You've got a lot going on. And so the, you're not going to leave the role that you're in now where you're feeling semi-secure to go and pursue a path that you don't necessarily know is the right fit. So instead of doing that, instead of just jumping and just leaping and, you know, just hoping for the best, we take an approach where it's like, okay, let's make sure that we're doing all that we can and collecting enough data so that you can make an informed decision about the steps that you're going to take going forward. Okay. So if you've been going around in circles for a while, if you've been saying, I want to be making a change, but I'm not doing it, then it could be because you don't feel confident enough in the decision around the path that you're going to take. And if you don't feel confident enough, then you need to ask yourself, well, how am I coming up with these answers? How am I coming up with these potential options? Am I coming from a place of, okay, yeah, I've got a reason and I've got data and I've got information that I'm basing this on? Or are you coming from a place of like, I'm just, this just sounds good. It sounds good. I think I'd like that. But when I started out my career, I became a lawyer because it sounded good. 
Like I didn't have any data at all, apart from watching Ali McBill, which I wouldn't say is credible data at all. I didn't have anything to base my decision on around being a lawyer other than my mum saying that I was argumentative as a child and I'd make a good lawyer. That wasn't sufficient data. I should have definitely done more due diligence than that. And I didn't. And so what I got when I became a corporate lawyer and what I expected was two different things. There was a mismatch in that expectation. And so I don't want that for you. When you're deciding to make a career change and you're moving into something else, we don't want there to be a mismatch between the expectation and the reality. And so there's work that we can do on the front end up front that can help you to minimize the risk of there being that mismatch and can help you to be so much more confident about what it is you're doing. And once that confidence comes, once you're clear on like, this is where I want to go, it is so much easier to not only know what the path is, but to execute on that path. It's when you're kind of like, "Mm, unsure, in and out, in and out, that it's hard for you to show up consistently and do the things, which are sometimes hard things, that are required for you to actually transition into a new role without you necessarily really feeling like you need to start at the bottom because what is what you need to be able to do is you need to be able to position yourself in a way that attracts the type of opportunities that you want going forward but if you're not confident in yourself and you're not confident that this is the right path for you then it is difficult to position yourself correctly in the marketplace and so we want to work on that confidence and that confidence comes from taking the right action and taking that action consistently so that you're moving towards a place of yes this is where where I want to be And I've I've gone through a process of figuring this out and I'm now moving because confidence doesn't just come from like thinking about it and it coming to your coming to your head and you you sticking with that confidence comes from taking action. So as you are taking action and as you are gathering data and as you are more informed, then you're going to be able to become more confident about the decisions that you're making moving forward. All right. So that's what I wanted to share with you. I'm going to hop off now. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Career Changemaker podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to let me know what your biggest takeaway has been. So head over to Instagram, tag me at Career Changemaker and let me know your thoughts. What did you like most about today's episode? I look forward to hearing from you. Until next time, keep working towards your career goals and we will speak very, very soon.